This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. Today we're discussing the 1988 film... Oh, wait. You've never seen Beetlejuice, the 1988 film? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So, up front... Oh my god. This movie. First of all, there's lots of references to suicide. Um, There's some people hanging. There's um, some people with slit wrists and stuff. It's all pretty cartoonish, but it is in there, so... Trigger warnings. Yeah. Um, The actor who played Charles Dietz, the uh, the dad, the the living uh, patriarch of the house... Yes. Um, he was arrested for child porn and solicitation, uh, which is pretty gross. And, um, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice himself is gross and creepy. He really like, is. Like, beyond gross. So gross and creepy. For example, Winona Ryder in this movie is 17, right? Playing, Be- playing 14. Yes. Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice was 37 in this movie. And the ending is him trying to marry her. A 14-year-old. Which is gross. Yeah. It certainly is. So, just there's there's grossness all around. Just be prepared for that, audience. They try to pave over all that. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. But it seems like they try to pave over that with, with Tim Burton... Uh, quirky cuteness, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work. It doesn't at all. So, what three things? <laughs> what three things did you expect from this movie? Okay, <laughs> the first thing I expected was Beetlejuice was gonna be like an evil genie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, he was gonna grant wishes. I I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, uh, well, I'm just... because you had to summon him somehow. Oh, right. I'm trying. To, I'm gathering information. By the way, I'm not yes. judging. I'm not yes. judging you. Um, there will be a lot of creepy crawly insects because hello, his name is Beetle Juice. So I was kind of when you told me, oh, there's going to be insects. I was already. I had already kind of prepared myself. Um, yes. And I expected there to be lots of loud and cartoonish effects. That was before I knew Tim Burton was involved. So, oh, really? Yeah. There kind, of, there kind of was. Well, anyway. So I remember a bunch of my friends liking it when it came out. I think I was like in the third grade or so. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, before we watched it, I thought the humor might might be a little juvenile for my taste now. I thought I might have liked it if I had watched it then. I need to clarify that Virginia is a fan of Archer and that's the most juvenile (laughs) 
We just watched Beetlejuice. I don't know if you want to argue that Archer is the most juvenile. Well, I'm, I'm not. Okay, it's not the most juvenile. <laughs> but there's some juvenile humor in there. So before we watched it, I was going to give it two stars. Oh. I just looked at my TV guide summary. <laughs> oh, I'm just, please read your one sentence TV guide summary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a couple buys a house where they find some message saying, say Beetlejuice three times and watch what happens. Then they spend the rest of the movie trying to get rid of him. <laughs> well, <laughs> broad strokes, <laughs> you kind of got it. So, according to IMDb, Beetlejuice, which was rated PG, it's 92 minutes long. It's comedy and fantasy. When I first saw this, I thought it said, before I read it, I thought the second word was going to be family. I'm like, please don't tell me this is a fan. Don't try to pass this <laughs> off as a, fam- a family movie. So, uh, it is described as a recently deceased ghost couple find their now vacant home invaded by, obno- by an obnoxious family. They hire a sleazy ghost who gets rid of humans to help them. I read this a couple of times to myself. That last part doesn't make any sense. They hire a sleazy ghost who gets rid of humans to help them. Well, the sleazy ghost is Beetlejuice. He he gets rid of humans, so they're getting they're getting Beetlejuice to help them. It's ambiguously worded. Oh, oh it helps. Okay, because I'm like I thought they were referring to the family that to help them to help. Oh, them the the ghosts. Anyway, so yeah, I. I thought Beetlejuice was going to be an evil genie, so I did not see this coming at all. Um, you knew he was going to be a bad guy, though. You are yeah, expecting a bad I knew, guy. I knew he, Beetlejuice <laughs> was not our friend. I knew that. Um, so my expectation was not met in the evil genie department. But it was met in creepy, crawly insects and loud and cartoonish effects. So, the, the good most, job. The mo- <laughs> <laughs> Are you congratulating yourself? No, I'm congratulating the movie because that's about where I stopped liking it. <laughs> oh. So, the most cartoony sounds happen uh-huh. when Beetlejuice is on screen. Like, when he, like, leaves quickly, like, he makes, they use that cartoony, like, Oh, like when the Roadrunner dashes <laughs> off or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. Or when he just pops up, they use, like, those cartoony. Uh-huh. It was probably Mel Blanks, you know, <laughs> mumbling things into a microphone. I don't know. But again, I think that was, like I, like I mentioned before, they're trying to pave over all of his creepiness. Did we mention that he... I wrote this down, that I doubt that five minutes go by on screen when he's not doing something that's illegal... Or could be you could be arrested for like lifting up a woman's oh, skirt God. to look underneath it, or you know, trying gro- to marry a child, <laughs> groping. Oh a yeah, stranger. He gropes. Um, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Um, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Yes. Yes. He's so gross. He's really gross, and not just Here's the fact the- that he has he has green mold growing on his very 
pasty white face. Yes. He has mold on his face. Here's the thing which sort of goes into has my opinion changed. Okay. Is that it was way worse than I expected. Okay. But I would 100% watch this movie without Beetlejuice in it. It's a very interesting, like, this couple unknowingly dies. People move into their house. How do they cope with this? Like, even the social worker aspect is, like, interesting. But once they call Beetlejuice in, it, it gets super gross. And right. not just from, like, a, a gross, like, gore standpoint, but just gross. He's a just gross disgusting. human being. Um, gross ghost. So, ghost. yeah, if, you, if, if this movie was Beetlejuice minus the character Beetlejuice, I would totally watch it. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, there's cute little things, too, like the... Um, I noticed the the obituaries in the newspaper. <laughs> the newspaper's called The Afterlife. The obituaries are like welcome announcements. Right, right. I noticed that too. <laughs> Which is very cute. So, um, sadly, after we watched it, I had to, I had to, like, you had to bump down the birds. I also had to bump down Beetlejuice to the lowly one star. Wow, this is your first one. I, I think. know it is, but it was. I just did not enjoy it at all. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. It's like, okay, I can cross this one off my list. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I understand. I, see, I, I like Tim Burton, and I like, the, I like his ability to sort of make this whole, this whole weird little world, you mm-hmm. know? Like, when you're watching uh, a Tim Burton movie, you know you're watching right. a Tim Burton movie. Yes. You know, usually. But, uh, yeah, there's unnecessary creepiness. So, do you know? Did you know that there was a Saturday morning cartoon show? I believe it was called Beetlejuice and Friends, and Lydia and Beetlejuice are like pals in it. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Very weird. No, that's... Very weird. I did not know about that, and I do not approve. Personally, would, me personally, I do not approve. Would you like this to get worse? There is also a, a stage show at Universal Studios theme parks. <sighs> Where you can take, where young families can go and enjoy, a and let their small daughters Be- marry Beetlejuice. How weird is that? It goes by many names. One of them is Beetlejuice Rockin' Graveyard Review. No, no. It's a thing that's happening. I, be- I believe you, but I just, <laughs> I'm not a fan. It's so sorry, Beetlejuice. Not, I'm not sorry. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's at least it's not a Disney. If it was at one of the Disney's, that'd be more. That would be more offensive. It'd be less appropriate, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So, I thought saying Beetlejuice three times was maybe this is why I thought it was a an evil genie sort of situation. Mm-hmm. I thought saying Beetlejuice three times is like when you say Bloody Mary three times. Are you familiar with this? Yes. So you look in the mirror, right? It, right. You turn off the lights in the bathroom or any room with the mirror, I guess. You turn around three times and say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then she's supposed to appear in the mirror and scratch you. That's how you know you've encountered Bloody Mary. So since you have... I knew you were supposed to say Beetlejuice three times. Um, so I thought something... Like, they would say Beetlejuice three times and he would, like, pop up through the floor and something would happen. Um, <laughs> I noticed in the opening credits that, of course, Tim Burton directed, but that Danny Elfman also did the music. 
Danny Elfman also has. I find this very interesting that you notice all the art stuff and I notice the music <laughs> stuff. Um, Danny Elfman also has a very distinctive sound that you can almost tell when you're listening to Danny Elfman. Yeah. And I thought, when did this partnership between Tim Burton and Danny Elfman start? Because they did Nightmare Before Christmas together too, right? Yes. So I looked it up and they've done 16 movies together as of 2016. The article I found was from 2016. Oh. And it started with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that's good. So that's yeah. interesting to know. Yeah, a couple of, a couple of creepy weirdos hooking up. Making creepy With, movies together. Well, and I mean, that probably includes Pee Wee. Yeah, they probably got together and did creepy dudes. perverted things together. Why are, why are people so creepy? I'm sorry. Okay, so something else. Speaking of things we write down that are like, I was right. Right after they crashed into the river and we didn't see them trying to escape, they just walked into their house. I wrote down, oh, did they die in the river? Oh, very good. <laughs> High five. The scenes when the ghosts try to leave the house before, well, even after they realize they're ghosts. Yeah. When, um, what's Alec Baldwin's character's name again? Barbara and, I don't have the thing up. Adam. Barbara and Adam. So when Barbara and Adam try to leave the house, that's where you get, like, to me, the really cartoonish, Tim Burton, sort of trippy visual effect. Right. I, you're the visual the person, sand, so I don't know. The sandworms. Right. That was tripping me out. So, and just the, yeah. the strange... It looked like they, they stepped into a... Like, the background was painted by Salvador Dali. And Tim Burton made some creepy little animated, you know, claymation things or something. Yes. Oh, back... Uh, as far as the car crash is concerned, real quick. Uh -huh. They were driving a Volvo. They were driving a Volvo. They're supposed to be very safe. How do you die driving in the safest car? You'd think that they would make it easier for you to get out of a car, out of a Volvo, <laughs> if you landed in the water. I don't know. But here we are. Okay. Um, so, can we talk about the handbook for the recently deceased <laughs> for it. a second? I thought only dead people could see it. So, I have two questions. That's really weird. Why could Lydia and Otho see it? And once they found out Lydia could see it, why do they just keep it laying around? Why don't you put it somewhere where people can't just find it? Yeah, you, got, you have to have some sort of ghost safe. Right. Something. I don't know. Yeah, that's really weird. I loved the design. If we can talk real, real quickly. I loved the, de the design of it is like like a, a pamphlet from the 1950s about, you know, accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe. <laughs> like those very, very simple uh -huh. paintings. Anyway. Okay. When the haunted dinner scene started. <laughs> yes. With Harry Belafonte's Yes. Smash I believe my exact quote was, what the f*** <laughs> is happening? <laughs> I did not know what the f*** <laughs> was happening. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic because that's such a, 
it's an iconic, you know, an iconic scene. And I think it was, it like reinvigorated the career of Harry Belafonte, if I'm not, or at least the sales of his music. Oh, really? That's interesting. I believe so. <laughs> so, uh, did you find it delightful, at least, or, or no? I found it fascinating. <laughs> um, this was just a really weird movie. So I'm just like, okay, here's another add this to the weirdness side of the list. <laughs> um, yeah. This yeah, was right. a bizarre movie. Indeed. So, um, surprisingly, well, I guess not surprisingly, there's, um, we have the real estate lady, Jane. Are Barbara. you talking about the, back, uh, the Bechtel test? Yes. Um, we have Barbara. We have, uh, what's her name? Uh, Delia? Delia is the... And Lydia. Did I already say Lydia? So, so we have quite a few female characters, and it does pass. At the very beginning, Jane, the real estate lady, is coming over, and um, Adam is like, oh, Barbara, it's your turn to go talk to her. So they talk about whether they're going to sell the house or not, and she's like, I'm not interested. Oh, we'll pay you 200 and whatever thousand. And she's like, no, for real, I'm not interested, and kind of slams the door in her face. So, I mean, even that early in the movie, it it passes. I mean, there's other, like, um, Delia and Lydia have conversations, and Lydia and Barbara have conversations, so there's a lot of opportunities for it to pass. It's true. So, refresh my memory as far as the Bechdel test goes. A man can be in the room. Yes. Can a man be involved in the conversation? Um, like, if it's three people talking? I personally... In my mind, it should be conversations just between women because that's, that can be more clearly defined. Um, but right. I can see how, like, if we're... I'm going to bring Star Trek into it. If we're on, like, the bridge of the... Minutes. I know. Let's go with the bridge of the Enterprise D where, let's say... None of this A or <laughs> B. Let's say... Um, Deanna Troy gets possessed by some alien, which, which, which is had. known to happen. <laughs> and so, uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher, let's say she orders her off the bridge to go to her quarters. Mm-hmm. And Deanna's like, you can't tell me what to do. Okay, that passes. There are men present. Right. And Picard might say right after that, you know, listen to the doctor, Deanna. And it still but, passes. Ultimately, ultimately, I think that would pass. But like, if a man is involved in the middle of a conversation, maybe to me, I don't think that would pass. But that's just my personal opinion. I don't know if that's the official rule. Because if it was Jean Luc saying it, anyway, I get it. Okay. Thank you. Um, pop culture references. I now understand. I now understand that Beetlejuice is not a, a genie, and that Beetlejuice. <laughs> Like, I understand the purpose of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I understand. But, I mean, I don't I don't know that I really watch anything that references Beetlejuice. So, I don't so know. There's... Not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping you in my brain. I'm just, yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. So, yeah, um, not a whole lot of pop culture references, I don't think. Um, How would the movie be different with today's technology? I don't think it really... I mean, it's about a 
couple dying and trying to deal with, you know what, maybe... Oh, what maybe, about ghost hunters? I was about to say, maybe the ghost <laughs> adventures guys could come over and try to communicate. Maybe that would be the way to do it instead of, you know, the caseworkers and the handbook for the recently deceased. You just call up the travel channel, have them send the ghost <laughs> adventures over. Anything yes. else you think? Um, nope. Okay, well, I think that about wraps it up. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Episode transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com and we're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS. You can also email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Arsenic and Old Lace. Ooh. Are you excited? I love Cary Grant. He's the best. <laughs> He's such a good comedian. I feel like I don't want to build it up too much for you, but I really like that movie. You're going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it. Ruined. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to start. Okay. Start over.